0: Podnuts wants to thank everyone who supports the network by going to www.podnuts.com/slash Amazon.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome to Geeksters episode 179. This is a show where we talk about all things geeky, uh, from computers to cars to laptops to batteries to Windows 10 to iPhones to Androids. If you're going to, you know, if it's got a computer in it at some point, we're going to talk about it. That is a mouthful. That is something that I got to get used to saying. Our last show. Was February eighteenth, uh, and my main man Mitch is joining us today. Tim was MIA. We can't find Tim, so hopefully he's doing well. Tim, if you're listening or uh, you know hear this after the fact, come back. We try to get a hold of you to get a show. Um, but anyways, I am Martin Obando from Obando Computing, and this is a show. Like I said, we talk about all things geekery. Um, if you've wondered whether or not we fell off the face of the earth, we pod faded, all of those different reasons for things that we just weren't here um no we didn't we the the issue was it was strictly all mine i have big shoulders work just picked up um unfortunately owning your own business uh if you listen to any of the older podcasts uh, of geeksters what would happen was is that some days we would have a show some days we wouldn't it would get moved it would get transferred work just got me really really slammed um that's life i mean it, it really it, it really is um i didn't want to go away we you know but i i wanted to 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 come back and and some talks with Mitch and Tim and and how are we going to do this and what's it going to look like and what's best for the show, what's best for the listeners, what's best for um, the PodNuts community. Um, we just kind of let it sit. And here we are. So life has changed for me. Uh, my son now drives. My daughter's in high school. Um you know, work has, has tapered off a little bit, but mainly, you know, with some changes in life with my son driving, he can take my daughter to, to band stuff. My daughter now with going to high school, she changed school. She gets out earlier. So I'm able to move my schedule around. Mitch sounds like Mitch has a new work schedule. So I'm hoping and really, really hoping I'm going to try to really bring gigsters back on a weekly basis, if not at least every other week. I don't know if that's biweekly or bimonthly, or how, however it works out. Um, you know, I I want to bring it back. I really want to be here. I've heard nothing but, um, you know, just just praises and and having people come up to me and say, "Hey, is Geeksters coming back? We missed the show." Um, and I I missed the show as well. And I know I missed seeing T- Mitch. I good grief, Mitch! I think I'm, this is the first time I've seen you in person since we last recorded. So fifty. I hear pounds your voice. Ago,
0: fifty pounds ago or forty. Something. See,
1: I knew that. I barely could even recognize you, Mitch. You look like uh, a young Tony Danza. <laughs> that, I, I couldn't think of anybody else. I apologize. <laughs> Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> well, anyways, guys, yeah, that's okay. There's Mitch. Hey, Mitch, how's it going?
0: I'm doing pretty good. I miss you. Miss you a lot. Um, Aww. you're so unreplaceable. And the thing is, if you weren't successful, you wouldn't have been in that position. But you are. Yeah. So
1: well, I, I don't mean to pat myself on the shoulder, but yeah, it's like I said, owning up your own business. you know, that's the good thing. It could be worse. I really, it it really honestly could be worse. I couldn't be recording Geeksters because I have to go back to a nine to five job, but, um, come November I'll be, have done this now full time for five years.
0: So. Excellent.
1: It's, it's, it's been good, but I'm glad to be back. Definitely glad to be behind the microphone. It feels funny. Um, I think I did one between February and now I did an episode of, um, the computer repair podcast
0: you you might have done a couple actually yeah but but, you you, you might have been doing geeksters too i can't remember but i i did hear you on one of those
1: i may have i probably have sat in front of this microphone here since february
0: maybe two times is that why that stuff is on the oh yeah i would look at this microphone and i'm like oh my gosh pop filter there
1: yeah (laughs) i it's it's pretty, it's pretty dusty. So, uh, you know what? We're going to dust it off. I'm going to, I'm going to start drinking some lemon juice, get my vocal cords moving around because, uh, got to get my radio voice back on. But, uh, so we're back. And, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't even know where to begin on what to talk about. Good grief. Uh, it's kind of hard to go through all that. So much has changed. Uh, Windows 10, um, deployed in a vengeance. Um, so the last time we were, we were here, you know, it was February. Windows 10 was kind of not new, new, but we were talking about it, the ups and downs of things. And now it's just we're gangbusters on Windows 10. So not me particularly, but some of my clients.
0: Yeah. I, um, I, I imagine you're getting a lot of this that I woke up and my computer I turned it on. It had Windows 10 on it without their knowledge. I'm sure you're getting that. No.
1: Oh, sorry. I, I heard two voices coming out. I, initially some yes and there was enough people that originally had the issue um at the time i was using that gwx control panel now i'm using the never 10 i think that just had come out Mm -hmm. i remember talking about that um so now most of my clients are not windows 10 or so some depending on my clients some clients went all in windows 10 and we just made do we fixed everything all the little problems that popped up and some clients said nope we're not going to it um I have to say that my clients had said, you know what, we're going all in Windows 10. Um, they've had more problems than my other clients that have not. Um, mainly, mainly on the wireless side. Um, I've got a school that I, that I brought on as a new client just recently, which has been, which has been fabulous and great. But the problem is, is that their whole school is wireless. Now that shouldn't be a problem, but their whole school is based wireless off of three routers, three, Linksys WRT 54G routers running DDWRT mm-hmm. and that DDWRT version is 2009. When I say, well, Windows 10 has had some issues with the wireless and we got to do this. We got to do that. Their response has been, well, it's always worked before. So, do but they, this is the do same thing. They have an updated
0: I, version of the D, uh, WDRT, whatever well, it is. The, uh,
1: I don't, I need to get rid software? of those. I need to get rid of those Linksys boxes. Yeah. They, you know, they have two campuses now and, and they brought me on to deploy the, to brought me on to, blo- to, to deploy the second campus when we were still, you know, early on and I had deployed eight open mesh devices there. No problems. Everybody's having, everything's working great there. Um, it's the older campus that has the Linksys devices in them. Um, and I say, you know, we probably should. And they say, well, it's always worked. So, uh, you know, um, you know, there were some issues with, with, um, there were some issues with their, with their, uh, the, the, you know, the, I want to try to say there's issues with them just not working and, and I, you know, and I want to, I want to upgrade them. And they said, well, we just don't have the money now. And so I, I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get them all situated and I, you know, do the, I do the best I can because really when I've learned that as a, as a, as a contractor with them, they make the, they make the, you know, decision on what to purchase. They'll come to me. They'll say, this is, this is what we would like you to, this is what we would like you to buy or this is what we, this is our needs. And I say, here's what I suggest, you know, this, this laptop, this amount of memory and they don't. And then when things break and, you know, so, so, so here's a great example. The same school came to me and they said, we want to buy these laptops, but what we want is this. We want 17 inch screen. We want high end graphics. We want to be able to do, you know, video processing, graphics design, and we would like this at under $500. Oh, and a 10 key. I'm like, well, that's a little tough cuz you're what you're asking for. And so they said, "Okay, for now just our regular teachers, we'd like to keep those under $300." I'm like, "Okay. Again, you know, a little a little tough." So what I would what I would like them to do is to say, "You know what, our budget is 500, you know. And and what we can do is then we can get them a decent laptop with 8 gigs of RAM running Windows running Windows 10. They don't have a domain, so they can go with Windows 10 Home. That's not a problem. Um and all their, you know, they can they can still print. So, but they didn't. And so the problem they run into now is that they're just, things are running slow. You know, you boot up the computer and you look at the resources. Um, and, and what happens is their RAM usage is, is just sitting at 50% and their CPU use is just sitting at 70%. And that's it. Then they try to do Word and Excel and PowerPoint and everything else. And their memory taps out and their CPU goes up through the roof. And now what do we do? You know, and so, you know, luckily, I think we can, the, the teacher, the, the administrative staff has been able to say, okay, For the teachers that are experiencing issues, we will purchase new memory. But the people who are not, basically, squeaky wheel is going to get the 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 grease here on this instance, and that's the best we can do. You know, one of my one of my other schools, we just put in fifteen hundred dollars over the summer for um, new upgrades. I took all their computers; they brought them all back to me. Every computer got a new upgrade to um we left them at windows 7 pro but we did upgrade all of their computers from 2 sometimes some of the older computers were 2 gigs to 3 gigs 4 gigs all of them up to 8 gigs and things have just been flying this year so memory is a huge i um, you know the, you know you talk about how memory is a huge factor of how of a speed of computer yeah it's probably it's um, the
0: single cheapest thing you can do outside of it, like and an ssd probably those two right there right
1: Yeah. And, and you know, and SSDs are great. I know there's, there's text out there and I, I'm, don't get me wrong. I am pro SSD. Um, just make sure you have a backup and that comes, all comes down to, you know, you know, and and I understand, you know, right times or, or right, right amounts, um, was it? I don't want to say amounts because that doesn't mean it's not the amount of data. It's how many times things are written and read from the SSD. There's a, there's a lifetime there. You can only do that so many times. And I understand that. And I understand that it's in the millions. And so it's really something that we shouldn't have to worry about. But we always think that about everything, right? We, if you're working in computers, you have to have a contingency plan, um, at all the times. And I, I just wrote an email today talking about that, um, you know, that we have to have a contingency plan for this product because while it only took an hour, what if this other company drug their feet and took five to seven days? Email would have gone down and customers would have been very mad. And, um, you know, it reflects badly on, on me, even though I'm not the tech on site, it reflects badly on me because it's, it's my name. Um, so I always have a contingency plan. And, and so for SSDs, I'm, I'm pro SSDs. I'm not changing all my clients to SSDs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if we get there, we get there, but you know, these are schools that have a limited, that have a limited, um, Budget and we have to i 've got to, that part of part of my job is and part of our job as being a tech is to take what what we you know what they have what they need or what they want so what they have what they want what they need, and how much money do they have, and try to make all of that work together um and a lot of times you can you can you know if you' if you're if you budget and you look at stuff and you and you uh you know Take, take, you know, a computer that has one four gig of RAM in it. Um, and you have to, you have to put one eight, use that other four somewhere else to make in two fours. And, you know, you can budget things around and move stuff around. But uh, that's always the tricky part. I think working with any kind of business that has a budget, you know, there are some companies out there that definitely have, uh, you know, here's a credit card, go for it. But that doesn't happen in education very often.
0: Yeah. I have out of my, I don't know, what would be six, six PCs in a house, seven. And I have Windows 10 on all of them, but uh, but one of them. And my my issues, like when I'm on this i7, this size, size Rock I built back maybe three years ago, and I did the upgrade, and you know, things seemed alright. And I, but I know I I would notice I would get this flicker, which is a thing in Windows 10 flicker on the screen every so often, and and then Movie Maker quit working on me. And I know they have, what you know, I think since the, the anniversary update, so. But my Logitech, my Logitech software worked fine. And you know what? I have these spare, I had a, I had a spare uh, SSD lying around a 250 gig. I'm going to, I'm going to do a clean install. And sure enough, I did a clean install, uh, maybe make it work, but then, uh, the Logitech, the Logitech software, it won't even, it won't even load up. It'll come up and error out, which is, a, it's a thing with the update version, uh, with the, the anniversary update and, I just noticed on three of the machines I did the upgrades, I went and did a clean install and and improved it quite a bit. Um, cause I've always did clean installs. I would never do upgrades, but they're saying, Oh no, with windows 10, the upgrades on again, it's going to be fine. Well, it's, I had one of my Dell i5s that I did a upgrade on, but I since sold the computer, but I, I sold it to him with the upgrade and it was just taking a long time to come up, a long time to shut down. I said, um, And like even access and stuff. And it's a, uh, it's a Dell. It's about not real old, maybe four years old. And, um, let me do a clean install and it's got RAID in it. And I, I did it. I did a clean install and just like it just boots up and shuts down in like no, no time. So don't know what the issue is. I, unless you know, depending what stuff, how much stuff you have on there, but, um, yeah, I, I definitely recommend the clean install, but I think, it, but in order to get authenticated, you got to do the upgrade. So once, I guess, you know, you, you have it, um, Windows activated, you can go ahead and do the clean install on that same computer without putting right. anything in, you know, and, um, so I did, I did it on three machines and it, it definitely helped. Now my, my, my fastest machine I have in the house is a ASRock, uh, gaming computer, uh, laptop rather. Um, I did the upgrade on there, but I, um, also, Cloned it, whilst well, it came with Windows 8, but I cloned it to a, a SSD. But I'm not having any issues on that. I mean, I mean that thing will boot to the desktop in seven seconds. Seven wow. seconds, you know. I mean, the log on screen because they're password protected. But yeah, I have no issues. I don't. I have no reason to do a it clean install. It's just it's working fine. So, but I mean, you, you probably heard Mike Smith. He had his issues and some of his clients, but yeah. Uh, You know, know, Windows Ten was supposed to be the you know the greatest thing ever, but I don't know. I'm sure it will be down the road, but there you know, there's some problems. And and that webcam thing, where um, I I think they just took out the HT two sixty four support or something like that, or yeah, yeah, because a lot of people are having they were having problems with the webcam. Um, Paul Throck said just uninstall all the uninstall all the software, Logitech software, and just use the generic ones a driver that Windows will use. And there was a fix, a hack that um, uh, you can put in the registry, uh, which I did on this computer. But my my problem was just is Logitech software does not work. So, anywho.
1: Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah I haven't, um, you know, did, just the issues I've had with Windows 10 have been um, pr- pretty small. Uh, mm-hmm. The anniversary updates, so I had six computers given to me oh, that all, well, <laughs> So this company bought two. They gave both of them to me. I got Windows 10 installed. No problems. Did all the updates, did everything at the time. The anniversary update just came out. So it hasn't really, I really couldn't install it yet. Did all the updates. Everything was fine. No problem. Then, um, I got called back in and they said, Hey, we have four, or five more computers here that our volunteer tech can't, can't get them done. One of them's not even booting anymore. Like they just, mm. so what they did is they bought, I don't know why they did this. They bought Windows seven. So that, they knew they were going to Windows 10. So what they did is they bought laptops and then downgraded them to Windows 7. But then we're given the Windows 10 key so that we can upgrade those ourselves to Windows 10. I, I don't, I, I wasn't involved in this purchasing. This was the what they want versus what they need versus my suggestions. So then I had, I got it, had to had to upgrade to Windows 10, you know, fresh install, upgrade to Windows 10, which actually what happened was you end up having to go into these Dells and actually say Recover. And then it would boot from the recovery media and internally. It, 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 finally I got it all working. And then the anniversary update. And sometimes this anniversary update on these computers were now these were i3s with four gigs of RAM. Some of them took eighteen hours to update. I just had I just had on my bench back here five computers just sitting there and doing the anniversary update for eighteen hours.
0: Eighteen hours.
1: Eighteen hours. So I have a laptop now. That one right there. Mm-hmm. That's a Lenovo ThinkPad. Just picked it up today for a client. I thought, okay, it's going to take about twelve hours to do the anniversary update. I started the anniversary update. I'm a, I, if I could drive back downtown, I would deliver it today. It's already done. Mm. I'm waiting on a I'm waiting on an email for a, a key right now, but um yeah, it just worked. So I, I don't know if it was the computers, if it was just because everybody was doing it at the same time. I don't know what it was. But so there's been these little hiccups that I find that Windows 10, you know. Is a little buggy, but then what happens is, is the more I've used Windows Ten because I do have it on this monitor right above me here, because um, I'm still using my dual screen Ubuntu or you know Ubuntu with GNOME fallback on it. You know, uh, it just, it, it just what it works. I haven't even gone to sixteen ten yet, just because for or sixteen oh four, because fourteen oh four is just working for me. And honestly, I haven't really had the time, and it's such a project that I don't. I'm like, ah, it just works. Um, I forgot where I was going with all this. Oh, Windows 10. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the couple of the things that O and O shut up program. If you guys have never, never heard of that, it's, it's by a company called O and O. Um, you just type O O shut up, uh, S H U T U P. It's the first, the first link. It's, uh, O O software dot com. Um, it's their free anti spyware tool for Windows 10. Uh, I use this all over the place. So basically you open this up, you go to actions. I say apply all recommended settings and, um, it just it 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 gets rid of like Cortana. It stops listening. It, it it's just it's a great um it's a it's a great great little tool. So um that's that's what I use um as soon as I get a Windows 10 I put this on there and I reboot the machine and it allows it allows me the, to then use the Windows toolbar down there their their little search bar mm-hmm. um, more as as kind of what. The, the Windows 8.1 used to be like where you jump out to the desktop and you could just start typing and it would start bringing up stuff. Um, I like that. I like that I about Windows too. 10. I, um, um,
0: I just put a registry, a registry hack because you couldn't disable it with the anniversary update. But I, I, now this program you're talking about that will work with the anniversary update too. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Um the one thing you do have to do um so what I, what I found is that little toolbar down the bottom that says I'm Cortana, ask me anything or something along those those lines where then mm-hmm. it searches both the web. So if you type the word like uninstall, which I've I've come to just love. You just type uninstall, you get your control panel right there. There's your add remove programs. Um mm-hmm. so fast, so easy. But you know, it's also searching the web at the time, so you just run this tool. A lot of times what it does, it takes that bar and it shrinks it down just to the magnifying glass. Then you just right-click on the magnifying glass, go to search, and then you can say um, hidden or search icon or so, show search toolbar or bar, ser- show search bar, bring that back. Now you have that bar um, back there. For some reason on my computer up here, it doesn't, but this computer up here is a CompuStick. It's that CompuStick I got yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that I upgraded. So for some reason... It doesn't. It doesn't allow me to do that. It wants to go into tablet mode or just hide it all together. So, yeah, whatever, no, I know quit. if
0: you had the uh, pro version, you can go into uh, uh, what's the administrative thing? It's not in 10. Uh, I mean, it's not in the home edition. Um, like the domains. No, where you you can change your policy, group policy. Oh, group policy. It's you can't you can't do it in 10. I mean in whom version it has to be pro or enterprise whatever.
1: Right. Well that's been but that's been that way since yeah, 7. right. right, right. But yeah. there's right. a hack,
0: there's a hack what I did that I found online to uh disable it. So I have a completely disabled upstairs where I can just type in, you know, but it's not there's no Cortana there. It's like like when well, this one here I didn't do it one. It's like anything any else anything else I can do? You know, it's tell, you know. And, yeah. Yeah, but I had I have the anniversary update. It's on all the machines now. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Um don't know if this has an anniversary update. Maybe let me I should check. Should so how to get to the anniversary update if you don't know or don't have it? Open up this open up the search bar and just type update and then you're going to get check for updates for system settings. Click on that. And then at then it says looking for info on the latest update. Click on look mo- learn more and then it's going to take you out to a website. And on that website there it'll let you know whether or not you have the latest update. You, right, you and Oh I do not have the anniversary update. So that's probably some of the reasons why there's this computer is acting a little bit different. So my to do tonight is put the anniversary update on that box up there. And I would, that's going to, now with those other ones taking 12 to 18 hours, um, this box up here, cause it is a compu stick. <laughs> what, what is this, uh, so there's little things like system and you can type in system control panel. Um, this is a two gig 32 bit operating system uh, because it's just an Atom processor. So I will run the I will run the anniversary update on that computer upstairs and then go to a Linux conference or something and then come back. <laughs> and Maybe it'll be done by then. I just have a feeling that's going to take a while. So maybe I'm going to wait till the weekend on that one because that's my my other monitoring tool. So.
0: Yeah, there's a command you can run, too. It'll tell you. I forgot what it oh, was. Oh, is there? So, yeah, I forgot what it was. So, um, something version or window. I forget. I can't remember what it is. It'll tell it's like 16.04 is the anniversary update version or something like that. I don't Oh, I don't know. Yeah, but I can't find it right now because I have it upstairs. Mm.
1: Well, while you're while you're looking that up, so one of the things that I've um, just... come across – so now that I'm supporting all of these schools, including um, including St. Matthew's, which I supported last time, we've gone one-to-one with Chromebooks now, 5th, 6th, 6th, 7th, and 8th, we have a Chromebook cart of 30, so we're pushing almost a 100, well, yeah, we're going to be pushing over 100 Chromebooks, which is exciting, um, I'm really enjoying that, talking to some of my colleagues from my old work, um, also in education, they're rolling out Chromebooks carts all the time, so um, my daughter, so my son has a Chromebook purchased my daughter a Chromebook. In three days, her Chromebook failed and I had to send it back and they're working on it. So I'm a little disappointed with that. But uh, the whole point to talking about this is that a lot of these schools that I work at have laptops, including all the teachers. Um, so one of the things they say is, you know, school starts and, and they, they're looking for things to be new and fresh. And they come to me and they say, Martin, my laptop no longer holds a charge. You know, what, what can we do about that? Not a problem. We can buy a laptop. But how do you know how much charge it is? Is, are, you know, is it not holding a charge because they're not plugging it in, in? Is it not, ho- is it, is it legitimately not holding a charge? So in Windows, I believe, well, I don't, I'm assuming you can do this in, in, uh, all the Windows. What you can do is drop out to command line, um, and type the words power config. So P O W E R C F G space front slash battery report and then hit enter. What this is going to do, it's going to generate a file with everything you need to know about your battery. It's gonna um what you're gonna look there is you're gonna get a design and in, and in, in this report takes a couple minutes, um, but it, it generates a um it generates a text file and it'll tell you where the text file is and you can go open it up, but you're gonna look for two things design capacity and full charge capacity. That will let you know if you have a design capacity of say like fifty four thousand megawatts, right? But your full charge capacity is only sitting at like twenty, then chances are I mean your battery now is pretty much it's less than half usable. And then of course you just look up the drone on Amazon.com or excuse me, podnuts.com slash Amazon and uh you know you can get yourself a new battery that way. So but I wanna I wanna let people know um the difference, you know, and, and if you run this, you're gonna get the design capacity like for a brand new battery um and your full charge capacity. It's never gonna be you know, your design capacity and your full charge capacity should are never gonna match, even out of the box. It's just they're batteries, right? In the same way you go and you buy a one terabyte drive and you're probably gonna get a nine hundred ninety eight meg gigabyte drive. You know, it's never gonna match. It's it's just not not that way. But if you spread between those two, that's when you're gonna to wanna to really look at replacing your laptop battery. And don't replace it with a, a battery that you've just pulled out of your Nexus seven note though. That's not a wise decision.
0: <laughs> yeah, this my the actually the laptop that I'm recording the show on, the 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 battery's been dead here <laughs> For a long so, time, but so I, I plugged you, up all the time.
1: Did you run that? Did you run that command? Command?
0: Oh, um, yeah, you can do, um, you can do. I was doing, and for Cortana, you got to do it a command line. Just do version V E R, or I think, app, and system info will get you for. Uh, and yeah.
1: So in Windows 10, you need to run this out of a command line.
0: Yeah, you you, you well, you can do system info. You can, you don't have to do do that from the command line, and right. it'll it'll bring up. It'll bring up everything, oh. and you look on the top there, and it'll tell you. Uh,
1: yeah, I see what you're saying. So yeah, so drop out to command line in Windows 10. Build
0: 14393. That is the the one with the uh, anniversary update.
1: Okay, mine's 10.0.10586. But what I just noticed is that if you drop out to command line, so if you right click on the start menu on the little start button in Windows 10, mm-hmm. go up to command prompt, it actually tells you what version. At least mine does at oh, the yeah. very top oh, before oh, yeah. that.
0: Let me see from the command line it does yeah you're right yeah so you can just drop it to command
1: and it it works it's
0: right there you're right but you can type it in there and it'll bring give you the same thing yeah that's it
1: and I'm yep and both of them I just just checked to see whether or not it works both in the um, admin prompt and the regular one and it does and I uh, still using my synergy between my two. So if you guys have never heard of Synergy before, um, long time listeners, anybody can. It's a great tool. That's it's an application that's free, or if or if not, it's. it's I like, don't
0: think it's free anymore. Was
1: it ten bucks though? I, I mean, yeah, really. something like that. Yeah. So it's whatever. It's free in the in the grand scheme of of all things purchased for ten bucks. I have my Ubuntu machine down here, right? That I'm recording on. You're seeing me here. My main screen, two monitors above me. That machine I'm talking about is that CompuStick that is running Windows 10. I run Synergy and what that allows me to do is take my mouse, not only go between my two monitors here in front of me, but also to move up and actually use my mouse on my Windows 10 machine. If I had a Mac for some reason over here, I could do that. Any of those computers over there, if I decide to turn around, I could actually install Synergy in the Synergy window. You tell it what computers are where physically located. Like if you move your mouse, where is it going to go? So you can have a Mac, you know, next to me. Over here on my right hand side, I install Synergy on that. Tell it I need it over here. Now, when I take my mouse and I move it off my screen, I can actually move it right to the Mac, bring it back, bring it up to my Windows 10 machine, or keep it on my Linux box. So, um, yeah, Synergy. If you haven't heard of that, that's a that's a great product.
0: I used to use. Um, I mean, I use. I have used that before, but I used to use uh, for Windows Input Director. In- input Director, yeah. Um, but since uh, with Windows 10 update, I tried something else. I forgot what the other one was, and, and it, I didn't like it's,
1: it. It's not Synergy though.
0: What? No. no the name I, is called.
1: No, no, no. the The name of the application is called. Yeah, it's Synergy. S Y N
0: E R G Y. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I use it. Okay. See, because that will work with Windows and and Linux. I don't input director. I don't think work with Linux. Oh. Okay. Yeah. But I I will always but I always kept I always had to use a, a static IP address. So it would remember, you know, and which wasn't a big deal. Um, but I since took it off because it's convenient when I'm doing these shows, you know, cause I'm recording one on another computer just to have one mouse and keyboard, you know?
1: Right. Right.
0: But I mean, way back then, I think before you were involved, when we used to do, um, we were doing geeksters and the, uh, unbeatables, I'd use three PCs, So it was real convenient. Uh, Using a synergy or Windows Input Director for that, and then Microsoft has their version. They call it. They have one called Mouse Without Borders, and it's it's a little slow. I mean, yeah, yeah, Mouse Without Borders. Of course, can, their version is not going to work in Linux. <laughs> no,
1: no. Uh, can you hear that fan? I don't. Nope perfect um, it's just towards it the end of the day and I always forget that the Sun comes right in my window and for some reason my office just uh, goes up about 10 degrees so.
0: but my battery's died on my hearing aid so oh
1: well yeah. if anybody else can uh, hear that just raise your hand so <laughs> um, oh actually um, SCJ 643 in the chat room posted a link for the, about the battery um, battery report so anyways um, I'll look at that and uh, oh he posted uh, file not found output of that oh oh well anyways sorry um yeah that's the that's the report so he ran a report so his design capacity is 73,997 and his full charge capacity is 66,337 so he's still got a you know he's he's still looking at a decent battery life of of that um you can you can run those in a you know just divide in a calculator and you can give up the percentage if you want um, i don't know if it actually gives you percentages so i'll have to look a little bit later but um, I would. It would be. I would. I would have done you all a disservice if I had not mentioned that today is a Patch Tuesday. Uh, there's. There's. <laughs> uh, let's see how many updates. I don't know. But anyways, uh, it's Patch Tuesday. So make sure to get out there and update your computers. I don't know when they're going to switch to. You know, you probably had have mem- have, have remember hearing this that Microsoft was going to go away from this whole Patch Tuesday plan and go to a more kind of just at, maybe maybe as needed. Uh, patches pushing them out.
0: That's what I'm hearing. If you if you listen to uh, Windows Weekly, uh, Paul ferrat Um, but then again, you still have you know, Windows Seven is still around, you know?
1: Right, right. Um, since we talk about everything from uh, iPhones to Android computers, uh, your thoughts? Well, my kids. So, so since we have last met, um, we don't have any more iPhones. We have iPhones as as MP3 players, but um, both my kids. So I drop, I I dropped slash um uh, fell off the top of my car <laughs> my my iPhone uh, excuse me my Android S5 so uh had to go get a new one uh then then took my original one that i had um into a shop Uh, just up the way they did cell phone repairs. Uh, I needed this just screen replaced and, um, because it was, it was pretty, it was pretty well scrapped and, uh, took it in there and the guy said, not a problem. I'll have the part in Tuesday. Um, I'll have it done a couple days after that. So I was looking about a week, week turnaround, not a problem. Came back, no response. Like the guy now is just gone. Uh, uh, so I, know I, I did before it, but, but I, did, I, I called him, no response, left him an email, no response, voicemail, no response, finally got a hold of him, right? And he goes, Oh, yeah, 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 your phone's here. No worries. Come and pick it up. So I go to pick it up and I'm like, Okay. And I'm just getting the shady, shady feeling from this guy. Yeah. Like just, and so I take the phone out to the car and I start messing with it and I push a button. I push the bottom corner button. Like you're going to look at, you know, like you're going to look at your screen and it's moving, like it's not sticked down. I'm like, all right. So I go back in. I'm like, this isn't supposed to do this. And he, oh, okay. If it goes back, and he pulls some tape, and he turns, turns, turns. Okay, he tapes it. Still, I, I, I get the percentage. I, I, I get the feeling like it's done. Like it's so seventy percent done. Like it's just, it's just wonky. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it. I'm not bringing anything back to him, right? So, so, um. So because of that, then my son, we got my son and Galaxy S5 as well on Swappa for a, a, just a dirt cheap price, brand new, like better than my phone for even cheaper than it was. And I think to replace my screen was, oh, it was way too expensive. I think I paid 230 I think it was cheaper than a new phone, but it was like, uh, right there. So we ended up buying my son a new phone through Swappa or the used phone and really, um, just, it had, it was great. No problems with it. Well, then a couple clients of mine had their screen break and I thought, well, let me, uh, let me see what happens. Or my son, my daughter's broke or something, something happened. So I went to this one shop just down the way from me and, uh, went in there said, you know, how much to get this done and timeline? And he goes, um, about a uh, hundred and ten dollars and I'd be done in 30 minutes. I'm like what? Sure. Go. Like what am I got to lose? I go pick it up pristine. This company did a great, great job with it. I have now sent four phones there. And just hands down, the the you know they're so so experienced and just just the best. Um, my my son's girlfriend dropped her Galaxy, another her iPhone six on the corner, right? Shattered. She was just in tears, in tears. Uh, and my, my son comes in and goes, "Hey, do you have any of those iPhone screen protectors?" I'm like, "Yeah, I think so." Let me look, and I'm like, "Oh, the screen protector is perfectly fine. It's the glass underneath it that just shattered." Um, I said, not a problem. We'll go with this fixed. And, um, so I took it down there, a hundred, $140, 20 minutes, they were done. And they put a new screen protector on for me. Get out. No, I just, so if you're in the Hillsborough area outside of Portland, place called Cellular Mechanics, um, yeah, just, just the greatest. I've had no problems with them at all. So, so speaking of that, then that's kind of a long story to get to this. The issue I wanted to actually ask you, Mitch was since we don't have any iPhones anymore and, um, I don't. So we're not going to be purchasing the iPhones. What are your thoughts then on the new iPhone 7 and removing the 3.5 millimeter headphone jack?
0: Well, it's Apple doing it doing it again. They're making, like they always always have, you have to do what they want you to do. That's, that's crazy. But the bad thing may be about uh, um, Android or they may follow suit. So I don't know what I don't know what that the uh, wireless earbuds I don't know what one hundred and fifty dollars or something like that. That's to me, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. But I
1: think I, these are. I don't know who they are, but anyways, I purchased these and they weren't that expensive. And they're they're Bluetooth, they magnet together, but or Bluetooth, they're
0: Bluetooth? Bluetooth.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, I bought them through Amazon. I think they're E M I H I.
0: Mhm. But do they? Will they work with a iPhone?
1: Oh, I don't know. Okay. I don't have an iPhone. That's, they work on my Android. Right. They anything work on works on Android. Right. Well, I, so one of the things that I had heard about was, you know, somebody said, well, now the square will work. And, and admittedly, I have a square as well. Right. But the one thing that has changed between now and then is the fact that we, so if I can do this, we now have these little chips on our cards, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the new square, you get a new square device now, and they send you those chips, the chip readers. They're, they're, mm-hmm. they're, you know, square. They're actually square. And they slide in, right? But they're Bluetooth. So really the legacy devices like the square and the PayPal and all any in the, in the QuickBooks little slide dongle thing that actually uses a three and a half millimeter. If they're going to the chip, you have to slide the chip in, right? The chip has to go into it, which means the strip doesn't work anymore. Even if I go to, to my local supermarket and I buy something and I swipe it, it says, please input, you know, please put the chip in. So at first I was like, Good grief. You know, Apple's making this huge change. It's just going to affect everybody. And then I thought if the, but the, but the, but the loud people, the people complaining the loudest seem to be the manufacturers that already have a Bluetooth solution in place. So, you know, I, I don't know. I still listen to headphones on this. You know, I still use my little headphones. I probably need to start switching over to something like this when I'm, when I'm around because it has a microphone built into it. Um, but I, then again, I don't have an Apple and so I, I don't, know if Samsung's ever going to get rid of that three and a half millimeter jack. I mean, th- you know, Apple's leading the way. It seems like Apple does a lot of yeah. things. And now, you know, and it's a crapshoot because some, but then again, what you're going to end up, what you could end up doing is Apple leading the way doing that. Some of the manufacturers doing it. Some of them not, you know, who knows?
0: Yeah. I got this old, you know, like I you know, I switched from the main carrier Verizon. Um, It's been like a, like about a year and a half now. And I got an S Samsung S4. It's the best phone I ever had. I'm with uh, Boost Mobile. I pay thirty-five bucks a month. This is the best phone I've ever had out of the four Android cell phones I've had. I mean, no problem whatsoever. Um, I would like to get a new phone, um, but I don't want to. You know, I don't want to pay five or six hundred dollars for. A, I paid this. I paid. It was. I think I paid two eighty, and now I think you can get it for. Actually, I think I paid one eighty. They had a special when I got it. Um, but I think I, now I think they have uh I've seen other specials since then and even cheaper than that. But it's it's getting old. You know, you got the S seven out now. Or you can yeah. get a Note seven that blows up in your face too for uh, now. I, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But I you know, I miss getting the new phones, but I'm sure saving a lot of money. <laughs> this is yeah. just as fast as any of the other phones for the most part. I do it I do everything on it. I mean I mean I love I love, you know, I have a I have a Garmin. I never use that. I use Waze or, you know, Google GPS or whatever.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I'm still a big fan of Waze. Yeah. Um, I know you've
0: been using it for a long time, but I, I just I started about, up. I guess, you know, a few months ago, I started you. went to Ocean City, Maryland. It's pretty yeah. cool, except for, you know, it's, it's user input where it, when it, when it's telling you, you to cop ahead or, you know, so I, I advise nobody to, you have to you know, click things too, to add it in or don't do it while you're driving. Have somebody else do it, you know, if, you know, if they're with you. But uh, it does work. good, It works quite well.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm just kind of waiting. You know, I know Google bought Waze a long time ago. I'm kind of waiting for that. Um, you can kind of see some of that integration coming in. But um, every now and then I kind of wait for Waze I to be Oh, I didn't know Google. And,
0: I didn't know Google. And, yeah.
1: Google, Google bought them. Oh, it's, it's been a while. But I kind of been waiting for, I mean, they're waiting for two things to happen. Either one, Waze to just be done. Right. And and then them integrating all of Waze's aspects of of uh, social um, you know the social in not the engineering, but the you know the the social inputs. Right, right. Um, were, uh, you know, I can't user think of right
0: user inputs. Yeah. Right, right. Um,
1: because because if you're using Google, then you probably already have a Google account. So all of a sudden, because with Ways, I had to create my own. I had, you have to create an account. Now you can tie it to like your Facebook or your Google account. So there's that kind of that that cross authentication. But I'm either waiting for Ways to just go away and Google to say we're dropping Ways, we're going to integrate all of Waze's features into Google, or start seeing. Well, I guess that's it. But then, I, but then, I would have a feeling what's probably going to happen is you're going to there's going to be this transition time where people on Ways um, will know, move over to Google. But then again, I know a lot of people who use Ways who are on an Apple device, so they don't necessarily have a Google account. But then again, I would probably venture to say that most people on an Apple device still have a Google account. So, oh yeah, I, I would probably almost venture to say you know to ask who I, I would love to see a survey where it's where they said who doesn't have a Google account and
0: yeah, people have it, they don't realize they have it.
1: <laughs> right. So, you know, there's just this these you know, there's this analytics that they can get um, from that. Um, yes, Bill Miller, I believe these are the these are monoprice headphones. I don't know Oh, yeah.
0: speaking of mono price. Oh, see I don't
1: I don't shop there or have one. What? Oh wait, go ahead.
0: <laughs> I said speaking of mono price, this I don't keep out of if you can see that uh see that guitar in the background? I do. Well, you know, I, I have a real nice Fender, Fender Stratocaster. If I only knew how to play it. But anyway, I wanted to get something with a Les Paul sound. If you're familiar with your, you know, your two big guitars out there and classic rock from years ago, you know, Fender Stratocaster, Telecaster and Les Paul, Gibson Les Paul. But I'm not, I don't want to spend $800. I went up for a, a Les Paul. So I bought a used, this one used guitar, LTD. And it's like a Les Paul. I didn't like it. So I took it back at Guitar Center. And I've been looking at these reviews on this Mono Price guitar, which you know their big thing is selling like cables, right? Right. They sell musical instruments. You know, a few of them. They have a they have a uh, one that looks like a Fender Strat, and they have this one. It's it's a Mono Price Route 66. It was a hundred bucks. I got it through uh, Amazon because I have a Amazon account, and uh, and you win it next day. But well, no, no, I didn't, I don't have pride. I didn't get it next day. But, but anyway, I, my my intentions were, were to replace electronics because there, there's some good reviews on YouTube. New Jersey's players that have, I mean, awesome players. And it, so it's, it's, it, you don't have to have a thousand dollar guitar to sound good. I mean, these guys sound really, really good, but my intentions were to replace electronics, which I did. I mean, didn't do it myself. I had it done. And it plays really, really good. I, I have, you know, from what I have invested, and in, I probably could have got a, probably, probably could have got a used Les Paul, but it was fun, and you know, I'm glad I did. I met some, I met some people that, the, the uh, guitar technicians. This guy, he did a fantastic job, and it plays good. You know, Route sixty six from Mono Price. Nice. Mm.
1: Nice. There was an application that I used. And I'm trying to remember where it is. So I had this, I had this issue where. Um, yes, I remember what happened now. So I had this issue where we were transitioning from a small business server to a regular server. And this, this is a, an application. So we, we had moved QuickBooks over, we had moved the data over, everything was good. But there was this application they used called Fishbowl. And it's some, um, some kind of a inventory access. It, I, I I, I've never heard of it, but it's, well, I've got one client who used it. So the the client was the my the the gentleman was setting it up, getting it all set up, and then he needed tech support because it wasn't talking to QuickBooks exactly. So what I had found, um, and it runs over some certain ports. So what's nice though is you can if if you have a if you have an application or a database, you know, or or, or you know, if you've got something a port running on a certain computer and it's listening, and you just type in, um, telnet. To that computer, it'll either answer or it won't, based on if the port. So it's not going to do anything, but you'll at least know um, if you know 3389 is open. You can tell net to 3389, and it'll it'll open. You go great. I know that that computer is now listening on 3389 at least. I, you know, I don't know what it does, but but we do. But anyways, I you know. So there's a program out there, and I've talked about this program before, and it's called. It's going to take me just a minute here. It's called PortListener.exe. Um, let's see if I can find. Fine, but it's called Port Listener. I'm trying to see if I can find a, a URL or something. It's an old, um, it's a, it's, yeah, it's from our RJL software um, and uh, it's called Port Listener. So if you just Google Port Listener, um, you can get it for 10, 8, 7, Vista XP 3, 2000, NT, M E 98. And if you happen to be running 95, you can get it for 95 as well. Um, what this does is it just, it, it's a simple, small, self-executable, just run it. And it just, then you tell it, listen on port, whatever, such and such, go. Then from your remote computer, you try to telnet into that and it'll let you know if it ping, if it hears it or not, right? Even if it doesn't make a connection, it'll tell, do do I hear something? Um, we couldn't get stuff up and running. Um, we finally figured out what the problem was and it was a, it was a VPN issue, VPN partial setup issue. But I just wanted to let people know that if you have, this is one of those things that I have in my toolbox is just a, a small, the small executable just—you can have it. You can set up a, a, a computer to just listen on a certain port. That way, you can verify whether um, uh, you know maybe your routes are correct, especially from externally to internally. Um, I was able to prove that I was able to prove that a, a that the routes were correct on one of my firewalls by putting this on a completely separate computer, running it, making my firewall rule changes, you know, telnetting in on that port, and then this computer internally would answer. And I could see it. I had a log. It would say it would answer. What happened was, is on their other computer that they said wasn't answering. The gateway was wrong, so it would come in, but never. And I couldn't make it listen on their computer because it's just a, it was a it's a it was a um, a heating and cooling condition uh, thing. Oh, I'll get to that. There's there's a story for Geeksters. um, heating and cooling on that one. Uh, so but what was happening is the gateway was wrong, so the data would come in, wouldn't able to get back out. Mm. We got that one resolved. But this little tool helped me prove that my routing through my firewall was correct. So. Back to heating and cooling. Um, the heating and cooling company that works for Saint Matthews um, is the one that I've worked with many times before. Um, I actually, a long time ago, remember they called me in. Um, they they had me their their programmers couldn't figure out how to set up some VPN program uh, VPN uh, boxes, so I set up some VPN boxes for them. Um, they're still using those boxes. I actually have seen them out in the wild now. I go and I'm like, that's the box that I set up for them using a little uh, TP-Link router. Uh, yeah, just a cool little cool little boxes. Um, so I got called in and they said, Hey, would you help us out with this, um, this nursery? And I said, Sure, why not? I'll go help you out with this nursery. So, um, it got postponed and pushed back and postponed and pushed back. And finally the day came and it's like, Okay, we're going to do it today. Okay. So I drive just out in the country here to this nursery. Now, out in this country that where I live, there are farms and like blueberry farms and blackberry farms and, um, you know, apple orchards and, not orchards, and you know we're just—it's just you know the Oregon up here is just a, a plethora of of uh, just farms out there. So um, it's not uncommon to go out, to, and these nurseries are out there all the time. So I go and I go find this nursery, and I get there, and I can't find the entrance. So I'm like, well, okay. So I start looking around, and I'm like, I can't find the entrance. So I go to the other side. Nope, that doesn't exist. I come back around. I get on my car and I peek through the little slots. Um, and I see my my tech is in there, and I'm like, he says, just just open the gate, come on in, open the gate, drive in, close the gate. And I look around, and I'm like, hmm, this is this is this is odd. I I can't quite put my finger on it yet, but this is odd. I, I don't know what it is. So big buildings and stuff. And so I drive in, and we talk, and okay, so I get in, and I they're like, okay, you have to sign in. Okay, name, date of birth, check that you're over 21. Uh, okay, driver's license. I'm like, oh. I know what this is. Get my little name tag, put it on, flip it over, look at it. Uh, Yeah, this is a huge, giant grow facility (laughs) for medical marijuana Uh... for the state of Oregon. So needless to say, so we spent a couple hours there getting their uh, heating and cooling conditions set up and all their like massive grow rooms and external accesses and and ports set up and routing configuration. And I mean, it wasn't anything difficult, but the whole time I'm there, people are coming in and out with booties and hats on and and samples of this and tests of that. And it smells like a very, it smelled like a very grow farm, but it didn't. A
0: lot of people were stoned. No, No, nobody was
1: stoned, but it was just one of those things where um, I, I, then I left, right? And as I'm leaving, I look over to the side and there are just huge, huge, giant bushes. And I don't know why I didn't recognize them at first, but giant bushes. And I'm like, of course, of course, this is what it is. So I leave and I have to go back because I forgot some tools there. And anyways, but on my, I was leaving there, right? And I'm going, I'm going by my house on my way to St. Matthew's Catholic Church, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I had to stop off at my house and say, I need somebody to smell me. Do I smell bad? Does it, oh. you know?
0: <laughs> secondhand smoke? Well, nobody was smoking anything. Yeah. They actually
1: have signs that say you can't yeah. do that there. But um, but it was just one of those things where I, I wasn't expecting to end up at a giant grow farm. And uh, I mean, but wh- whatever, it's legal in the state of Oregon. Uh, you know, it is it is what it is. But uh, it was it was uh, it, it, that was pretty funny. And then oh, since yeah. then, I've worked with that same heating company and multiple other sites um, for for different projects. Um, you know. They, you know they just they go and they work at a heating site and then i go and i help them out get everything set up and then i get a call from the person that the, he helped out saying they recommend you do it for it support we need to have such and such done okay i'll go down there and you know have them do a contract with me and then i end up with new clients with new contracts and and i'll just strictly strictly word of mouth
0: interesting very yeah yeah
1: so um i'm trying to think of just you know lots of it's just been, it's been fun. I've, I've really, um, things are going, things are going really good. Um uh, I do still have my employee. Um, so that's, I had, I've had him since January. So we're working on a couple of projects here and there and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's going good. It's, it's really going good. I haven't had really a really chance to take much of a vacation a little bit here, a little bit there. I was out towards, uh, well, I was closer to John, Josh, Josh with a big
0: beard. Yeah. Um, I know you talking oh. about it. not not Williams, um,
1: no, it is Josh Williams.
0: Is it Josh Williams?
1: Yeah. So I was out towards his area, his way. Um, not too long ago, we went out for a, a quick vacation getaway at amusement park up there, and I thought, oh man, if he was closer, that'd be awesome. Then I looked at where he lives, where that is. I'm like, oh, it's still hours away. So it's not a, it's not the closest he's ever been to me has been within about six hours, and that's where I was. I was like, well, I'm close. I'm in the same state.
0: Oh, you're on the other side of the state. <laughs> Never mind.
1: <laughs> um, kind of out towards Sp- Spok- Spokane area, kind of eastern Eastern Washington.
0: Speaking of traveling, um. Are you going to Linux Fest? I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I will be. I my. This is the
1: time of year where where we have uh, competitions for band, and th- that happens to fall on one of those competition dates. And I'm kind of in charge of a, a big part of that. So right. No Ohio Linux Fest for me.
0: I haven't touched any. I haven't had anything to do with Linux in. I don't know how long, except for unless I had something. I used a boot up CD to fix something. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just. Well, I,
1: I, Dora and I did a swap of uh, some hardware and so I have the new Raspberry Pi down down there and last weekend I, you know, you know it is when you, this is, you know, when it's your job and everything. So last weekend I, or the weekend before last, whatever, I got it set up, Cody put on it, attached to my NAS, everything's fine, everything's good. You know, all I got to do is just unplug it and physically take it downstairs and plug it back in and take my other Raspberry Pi out and bring it up here and do something else with it. But I haven't done that, right? It's still, it's still sitting right there because I got it like half done and I'm like, well. Now i'm too lazy to finish the rest of it cuz i don't really want to do it anymore.
0: Yeah, my son, he got he got the um i guess the newer version it's more powerful or something whatever uh raspberry pi. He put all those you know, those nintendo type games on there, oh, the whole yeah, yeah. time. And it was working good, really good. But i never played any games, you know. Like when i was when i mess around with linux, you know, it's like i see if i can do this, you know. Get something right. and you know, when I was messing around with the arch, I get it running good, and then I don't mess with it, and I go, I stay away from it so long, I forget everything. You know, the command line. If you don't do it every day, you gotta start. I always gotta, you know, play around with it before I can start remember things again. But oh well,
1: yeah. Well, you were built, you were doing arch for a while there, and I was like, oh, that's, that's
0: old, more more than I want to do. Yeah, but that was that that was all in the uh, in front of box, but it, was, it still was a pain. But then I did the uh, uh, what was the other one where um. I forgot the name of it. A Manjaro? Manjaro, which is, it gives you a, an, an easier interface to load it. Um, yeah. Which is based on Arch. But I don't, I don't even mess with that anymore. Yeah. See, I got this guitar. Like, I plan to retire this time next year. Anyway, like, now I'm getting all these guitars. I want to learn. That's, that's what I'm hoping my hobby will be trying to get better before I get seen at playing guitar, you know, try to improve. And yeah, I've been accomplishing some things, but maybe before I die, I'll learn a song all the way through. But a- anyway, um, Everybody that's, in heaven? that's yeah. <laughs> oh, no, <yeah>, that, <laughs> that was like one of the first songs I ever learned how to play. Oh. You right, know, no I mind. mean, that, yeah, I can, I can play that. Actually, what's so good about YouTube, you can find background tracks with the singing, I mean, with the instruments taken out. So I already, I got, I already got one of uh, uh whole lot of love from Led Zeppelin. So I got mm-hmm. the guitar. You Jimmy Page is taken out of it, and I and I put my guitar in there, and it it came out pretty good though. But it, it's and it, but it's actually Robert Plant singing. It just, it's just it's oh, that's it's cool. Wow,
1: Yeah, it's really cool. Well, Mitch, I think that's. I mean, that's all I got for
0: for a comeback show. Yeah, but I guarantee you'll think it's oh, I could talk. Oh, about, I will, but then because you know, six, show. seven months or whatever it was. Yeah. I know, I know.
1: Yeah. I I still have my I have my little log here. I just went to the same location, pulled it all up. So, uh, yeah. But it's fun. It is fun. And I and I do miss this. And I'm hoping that I, I, you know, like I said earlier at the beginning, I, for people who, who I didn't, so I didn't get the live show. Uh, we were live, but we weren't really live. I didn't get the live show going um, because I put the wrong link in into the, mm. the Geesters live page on the pod nuts. So um, I, it's all coming back to me now. So I will make sure that that is fixed uh, next time. If, so
0: if I may uh, ask you a question before we yeah. wrap up here. Um since you do do have a lot of clients with Windows 7 did you have you have problems with those Windows 7 updates breaking Oh my some, gosh. Yeah, not, not not breaking just not not updating. Not updating. Ever. Yes, yeah. taking forever. Yeah. I have
1: two links up here that are how to fix the problems with Windows yeah. 7. I
0: mean, I even tried my D7. Oh, they work. My, oh, the fixes work. I've done them. I the fixes But the,
1: uh, <laughs> yes, I I would go to update a system and it's like uh, you have to you, know, da- you
0: have to download the one of the patches. And then stay yeah. unplugged from the internet. Reboot. I never had
1: unplugged. No, no, it's should have. It,
0: it works. Yeah, it does work. I mean, I had it on a couple. I mean, it was on my PC. And I had my buddy's PC, who he's got a, a um, an HP laptop, and a dual core came with Vista. And I upgraded maybe two years with uh, two years ago, probably one with Windows Seven. Put it on for him, and it's been running great. But yeah. then he's, all of a sudden, the, the updates start quit working. Quit working. He has he has a newer machine. It has no problem getting the updates. So it was just like, ah, oh, just going through all the stuff and fine. Got it. Now it's, it's working fine, but it was a, it's a Microsoft thing. You know,
1: there. Yeah. I, I, I found that I couldn't replicate it every time. Like this would this you know, A would fix it and then B would fix it, but A wouldn't. And then C, I, like I couldn't, nothing would ever work right. And so finally I would just throw the whole gamut at it and it was fine. Okay, finally I got it to update. And it was one of those things where you never knew whether or not it was updating or not because it was just sitting there waiting for updates mm-hmm. until you thought, that's it. I give up and you walk away and you come back and it says, oh, updates. Like, oh, okay. Well, that must have fixed it. So
0: oh I, we I let know, it go for um, 24 hours before it wasn't doing anything. Oh yeah.
1: Smith talked a lot about it. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: This pretty much is what I did. Yeah. What he did. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So what I was saying um, before that was that since I don't know what my schedule is going to be like, um, like I said, things have tapered down, but I don't know what my schedule is going to be like. So I'm hoping that we're going to be able to make this a- every week thing like we were. But I think, you know, who knows? Maybe we're going to have to just go with every other week because right now I know Tuesday nights are filled with band stuff. Um, Tonight, um, all the props and stuff have already been created. I've already worked a lot of hours on making that stuff for, for my kids band and Tuesday night they have practice. So we may be and more involved. I know next week I'm more involved in that, so Tuesday may not work out next week. But then softball is coming to an end now, so mm-hmm. maybe maybe Geistros is going to move to another night. Um, maybe it's going to be every other week as opposed to every week. I don't know yet. Because I, still-
0: I, I do leases, and Nor- a lot of times it is on Tuesday, um, right?
1: So that but, that, that may free up there because you know we don't have to do Tuesday. I, I don't know why we chose Tuesday originally, but we did, and it yeah, doesn't really matter.
0: I don't remember what our original day was, but I mean, no, like, I, like mean, I said, I'm flexible,
1: right? Um, yeah. So wait, we'll just, we'll just see how it goes and and what plays out and how things work. And, you know, I still, I still have to work and, you know, it's just now five o'clock here on the, on the Pacific where I live on the Pacific coast. And, um, you know, my work day is just now ending to an extent. I do have some work to do tonight, but, um, sometimes it's hard for me to get away. Um, but if a uh, four o'clock is usually something that I can kind of squeeze a little bit out and kind of be a little flexible, like, Oh, I don't know. I didn't hear the phone ring. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Any clients who are listening, <laughs> I will always answer you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but anyways, so. There it is. There's episode 179. Geeksters is back, hopefully for good this time. We did not pod fade. We did not go away. None of us died. None of us stepped off of a curve and were hit by a bus. Life happened. We were all still here. Um, my beard's a little grayer. Mitch has lost weight.
0: Well, I, 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 some of the is coming back. I got to uh, I, I can't down. even notice it there. I can't notice it there, Tony Danza. 15, 15 pounds, I think, I gained back. Sorry.
1: Hey, you look good, Mitch. You always look good to me. Big heart, whatever how they do that, whatever. <laughs> Uh, so there it is guys uh, don't forget if you're buying anything from Amazon um, use the PodNuts Amazon link that's podnuts.com slash Amazon um, I'm in the chat room I need to be in there more often than not but not the YouTube chat room this is the IRC it's uh, under the free node it's hashtag PodNuts I'm Obando Computing in there oh uh, Geeksters.com sla- sorry podnuts.com is where you're going to find all the information um, our live shows bios about us other live shows there's the I mentioned in this show um, the computer repair podcast. That's a show that Jeff Halish, Marvin B., Matt Dubinsky, um, Paco, LeBron, they do that show. That's on, uh, Sundays at 1 p.m. Eastern. No, 1 p.m. Pacific. That's why, uh, 1 p.m. Pacific. Um, yeah, there's, there's uh, just a whole bunch of them. Linux for the rest of us. Um, Android app addicts is every, every Thursday night. Linux for the rest of us is on Tuesdays. Kind of like us. It's kind of hit and miss. Um, I try to get on there when I can. Life's Busy. Um, if you want to know all about Linux, um, there's a mini PC show. There's an Android show. There's a just a general computing show where you can call in tips, tricks. Yeah. Anyways, you're going to find us. Mitch does the Lisa show, and she talks uh, cool. all about Office 365.
0: Yeah, call it girls. Office 365 girl. show. Yep.
1: So. Gosh, if you if you don't have anything to listen to, you're not trying hard enough because we're going to be in your ear wherever you go. But anyways, uh, Martin Obando at Obando Computing is where you can get me. Um, you can check out my fancy new web page. It's not fancy nor it's new, but anyways, <laughs> www.obandocomputing.com. I thought about having um, what's his name, do a new web page for me. Can't think uh, of his name. Matt Rodell. Yes, and I just haven't pulled the trigger yet, but I need to. You know, that's that's coming. So uh, get get him. Get him coming. Ah, if you're in business, that's the other one. If you're in business, um, him, Matt Rodell and Paco do a business podcast where not necessarily they talk a lot about business itself, like managing employees and, um, how to keep yourself busy and how not to go into debt, uh, and other, and other things. But those are some high level topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can find those out there somewhere. I don't know exactly, but uh, <laughs> anyways, Mitch, if people want to get a hold of you, what's the best way they can do that?
0: Um, a, no, I don't know. I don't even have that. I can't even get nah, in there. Yeah.
1: We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. But like Google if Plus. Want to, yeah. Google Plus, you can get reached to me at um, Martin at ObandoComputing dot com. So I actually talked to a lady today. She said, Is this Martin from Obando Computing? Obando, Obano, Ob-. And I said, Stop. I said, Just say it. Just, I told her, I told her, just say it. Say it what you see. And she goes, Obando Computing. I'm like, There you go. So don't try to make it any harder than it is. It's Obando Computing, just like it is but uh, hey guys I didn't get a chance to say it this uh, week but don't forget that Bob's your uncle-in-law and um, we'll see you soon have a great week and do not forget to be gruntled alright guys catch you later